Over 8,500 rockets fell on Israel last month. Compare that to the six total that fell on that nation from June to September. And now Israel has dropped many more bombs on Gaza to root out Hamas. The horrors of war have rocked the Holy Land for a month now. The United States and many other countries have defended Israel's right to defend themselves. Recently, Secretary of State Blinken asked them to consider a pause. Many Western leaders don't want to see this war spill out into the region. It's sad to see so many civilians in Israel and Gaza killed or wounded. Let's continue to pray for peace, pray for safety in the Middle East, and keep asking Christ to build his kingdom where both Jew and Gentile We'll live in peace with God and each other. Jesus told us, peace I leave with you, peace I give to you. May Christ's peace reign in our hearts today. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Tuesday, we're continuing in a series called Johnny Cash, Out of the Darkness. I've traveled every road in this here land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. The song covered by many country artists. But a song that sums up the life of Johnny Cash so well. I've Been Everywhere, recorded in 1996 on his American 2 album. And it's so true, Johnny seemed to have gone everywhere and done everything in the early part of his career. And nearly killed him. I'm sure you've heard his music, even if you aren't a fan of country music. He was known for songs like Walk the Line or Ring of Fire. But the more he grew in popularity, the more he became self-destructive. One day, he was at the crossroads between life and death. John R. Cash came to the end of himself in October of 1967. His, his addiction had really wore him down. My mother had told him that she wouldn't talk to him. Uh, she wouldn't spend time with him. He was at a point where, where she had had no choice and, and she had shut him off. He is in Chattanooga, Tennessee. When his lawyer calls, and tells him that his divorce was finalized. She remarried just a week later. He was full of despair. His life was seemingly in shambles. His addictions had taken their toll on his career, his body, and his family. He was estranged from his kids. They had some land down there. And on that land, there was a cave called Nickajack Cave. But my dad kept sinking deeper and deeper into depression. There were these great conflicts that seared his soul. He was really down at his lowest point, and he took a flashlight, and he said he was going to crawl back in there as long as his flashlight would burn. And in the darkness, laid down and basically gave up his life, gave up everything. 
I kept walking and crawling and climbing until my life ran out. Every fiber of my being totally exhausted. And I lay there in the darkness. The end of the line. I'll either to die. That's an excerpt from the new feature-length documentary that was just released on DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. If you were listening this week already, you know he came to know Christ after hitting rock bottom. Sometimes that's what it takes in order to realize how deeply you need Jesus. But by God's grace, Johnny Cash would devote the latter part of his life to his Lord and Savior. He would join Billy Graham during many of his crusades and sing gospel songs. We'll hear one of those songs in a little bit. And just before that, we're going to think about a theme often found in the Bible. It's never too late to come to Christ. Is there anyone who's too far gone for the Lord? Have you ever felt that way with a family member or a friend? Or maybe even yourself? Well, in a moment, we're going to look at the story of a person who seemed like he might never come to Christ. In fact, he was a persecutor of Christians, leading many to death. But one day, Saul met the very Jesus he was persecuting, and that changed his life forever. After the program, I'd like to send you this new documentary on DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. It is fun to watch. My wife and I enjoyed it. We even had popcorn. Yes, we truly did. Johnny performing all over the world. But it's also heartbreaking to hear of him throwing it all away. And that's what makes this movie so compelling. It presents Johnny Cash, warts and all, but it also points to his great Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, my wife and I were blessed watching this film. I want you to be blessed as well. You can watch the trailer at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us after the program, make your gift to the ministry, and ask for Johnny Cash, the redemption of an American icon. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go to our website if that's better, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And remember, you can't find this DVD on Amazon or other online stores. Now let's open the program with Zach Williams, Chainbreaker. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom Save it He's a prison shaking Chains. He's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light of day in the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fire. We've all run. 
things we know just ain't right. And there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, a savior, he's a present shaking savior. Chains, oh, he's a chain breaker. If you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, somebody testify. If you believe it. Join me at Haven today. I'm Charles Morris, and we're in a series called Johnny Cash, Out of the Darkness. And thanks so much for taking the time as we just heard Zach Williams' version of Chainbreaker. Well, all week, we're looking at stories from the Bible that show us it's never too late, even when it looks like it. Yesterday, we saw how the Lord can save a thief within moments of dying. And today, I want us to see the Lord literally stopping a persecutor in his tracks in order to show him the light. And I'm, of course, talking about Paul, who before that was called Saul. But before we go to the book of Acts, I want to go back to that cave that Johnny Cash went into where he planned to die because he was so miserable from his sin. You never know when the Lord will show up in a person's life. He could appear in the middle of a journey, as we'll hear later on in the program today. Or he could show up in a cave when you're at the end of your rope. Whenever Christ shows up, those who need him are never the same again. Just ask the man in black. He saw the light. He was given God's grace. He came out wanting to be right with God. Doesn't mean he was perfect with God, but he wanted to be right with God. I was losing my voice. I had stopped composing. I didn't have any heart for what I was doing. And I realized that that God didn't want me to live that kind of life. He had to put himself into that darkness before he would appreciate the light. And that's what happened, is that he came out a different man. And when he finally did give up those things that were weighting him down, the thing that helped him do that was his faith in God Almighty. And in that cave, he hears the Lord say, what are you doing here? Johnny came out of that cave a different man. Now, 
He was a man on a mission. All that success, all the partying, all the money, all the fame, it's not real anymore. And uh, you start realizing what is real. We saw him at his lowest, but that is where he remembered that God was on his side. I came back from uh, Nickajack Cave in uh, June. She said, "You're dying. You know, you'll die if you don't if you don't get off of the off the amphetamines and the sleeping pills." And I said, "I know it. I will." And she said, "I'll tell you what I'll do. I um, I want to save your life, and I'll be here at this house every afternoon, and that way you can stay straight and look forward to seeing me, and we'll get this thing whipped." In June, her mother and daddy and all my family and friends were downstairs sleeping in sleeping bags. It kept me going. They were praying together, and the Lord brought him through that. It was a spirit of, of the love of God that, uh, that made a survivor out of me. Not only a survivor, but a sustainer. What a sneak preview of the new documentary called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. What a comfort to know that Johnny came to know Jesus just in the nick of time. And as he would later sing at Billy Graham's Crusades, 34, I think, he came just as he was. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there anyone, anyone too far gone for the Lord? The Apostle Paul, when he was persecuting Christians as Saul, seemed like a pretty good candidate. But even he wasn't able to outrun the hound of heaven. When we read some of his letters in the New Testament, Paul tells us that he was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was very serious about God. He thought the Lord liked him because he made sure to follow all the rules. He was strict when it came to the law. He was also angry that people were worshiping Jesus and saying he rose from the dead. For Saul to worship Jesus was idolatry because Yahweh commanded his people in the first commandment not to put any gods before him. Saul thought Jesus was just another false messiah, especially since he claimed to be the Lord. So Saul got to work. He went out searching for Christians. He put them in prison. He helped have them killed. He sought to snuff out the church before it even got off the ground. He hated the church. And later, Paul would describe himself as a blasphemer, a persecutor, a violent man, even the chief of sinners. If anyone was too far gone, it was Paul. He was living openly opposed to the Lord and his people. He hated the church. He hated Christ. And in Acts 9, it tells us that he obtained permission to go all the way, about 135 miles, to Damascus to arrest Christians. That was by foot. And yes, that's where the Lord miraculously broke in. Here it is, Acts 9. Let me start out at verse 3. As Saul neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but they didn't see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind 
and didn't eat or drink anything. That's from Acts chapter 9. The Lord let Saul get almost to Damascus before he broke in. The patience of God is amazing. He lets us persist in our unbelief, in our sin, so that when he finally breaks in, we see how gracious he is. That's true for Saul. Saul was almost to Damascus, where he would arrest and almost certainly kill any Christians he found there. I want to point out just a couple of things about this story. Luke, who wrote Acts, tells us it was sudden. All of a sudden, Saul was dead set on persecuting the church, and all of a sudden the light shines. Paul is knocked on the ground. In an instant, his trajectory has changed. Maybe you know someone like this. I do. They were living life on their terms, in their way, opposed to God, either actively or passively dismissing him. And then one day, they turned to the Lord, like a light switch was turned on. All of a sudden, the Lord and his gospel of grace was attractive. And this is what happened to Saul. But then there's a second thing. It isn't what he saw that mattered. Now, the text that I just quoted out of Acts 9 mentions light, but it focuses on sound. He heard a voice speak to him. You know, some people object to the Bible because they've never heard what it says. Seeing is believing. But when you start reading the Bible, you hear a lot more emphasis on what we hear. The word of the Lord in the gospel is more important than seeing the miracles. Even when Jesus took three of his disciples up on the mountain to reveal to them his glory, it's what they heard from heaven that sticks. This is my beloved son. Saul was struck by the light, but it's in this encounter with Christ speaking to him that he truly sees. Maybe hearing is believing. For me, that convicts me. How often do I go to his word when I'm feeling doubts or when I'm questioning something about my faith, when we come to the Lord to hear from him, we will begin to see that he has been at work all the time. There is a third thing I'd like to point out, and that's that Saul wasn't just hearing from some generic God. He was hearing the voice of Jesus Christ. The Jesus who died in Jerusalem on the cross, the Jesus who people we're beginning to worship as the Lord. That's the Jesus who confronted Saul. And that's the Jesus revealed to Saul as Almighty Lord. Not only does Saul call him Lord, but a little later in the chapter, when Saul meets Ananias, he tells Saul that Jesus, the Lord, sent him. This is how we all become a Christian, isn't it? We're walking in our own ways. We're hearing the voice of Jesus and being changed by his grace. It maybe is not as dramatic, but it is just as real. Saul, on a path of destruction and rebellion, he was the last person anyone would have expected to have become a Christian. Even the disciples were skeptical at first. In fact, they didn't let Paul join them at first because they were not sure. Ananias, the one who met Paul in Damascus, asked the Lord for clarification when he told Ananias that Saul had become a believer. When Paul began preaching the gospel, people marveled. They were confused. Isn't that the same Saul that wanted to kill Christians? But no one is too far away from the Lord. 
We need to hear this. No one is too far gone. Maybe you have felt that way. Things you've done, the life you've lived, the sins of your past, they may feel like too much. The Lord can't possibly forgive me. Well, there is good news for you. The Lord can forgive you. He can do it today. The Lord poured out his mercy on the chief of sinners as an example for anyone who would believe and receive eternal life. He can pour that mercy out on you or anyone you know. It's never too late, whether you're on your deathbed or sending others to theirs. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion for those who turn to him. What a Savior. We saw houses falling from the sky Where the mountains leaned down to the sand We saw blackbirds circling round an old castle keep And I stood on the cliff and held your hand We walked troubles, brooding wind-swept hills And we loved and we laughed the pain away At the end of the journey when our last song is sung Will you meet me in heaven someday? Can't be sure of how it's going to be When we walk into the light across the bar But I'll know you, and you'll know me Out there beyond the stars We've seen secret things revealed by God And we heard what the angels had to say Should you go first or if you follow me Will you meet me in heaven someday of gold at the corner of grace and rapture way in sweet ecstasy while the ages roll will you meet me in heaven someday in sweet ecstasy while the ages roll This is Haven Today, a program called Johnny Cash, Out of the Darkness. 
And that was Johnny singing Meet Me in Heaven, recorded in the final years of his life. He spent his early years of his career squandering his talent with drugs and alcohol. He gained a reputation as a womanizer. His first marriage fell apart, but God's grace was not too far away. Jesus reached out to him, and Johnny Cash grew a heart for sharing the hope of Christ with others. And I want you and and those you love to experience the life and conversion of Johnny Cash in the new documentary about his life. And did you know it was made by the same filmmakers that made Steve McQueen an American icon that we had on a few years ago? So for your gift to this ministry, we'll send you the DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. This film was one of the best feature-length documentaries I've seen in a long time. It's full of images and music from his iconic career. I enjoyed hearing from some of his children as well as his sister. But most important, I gained a new appreciation of Johnny's life and faith in Jesus. And I know you'll be encouraged to see how God gave a broken man a second chance. So please visit our website. Watch the trailer for the documentary. Make your gift. We'll get it to you right away when you go to haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us right now to make your gift and ask for the DVD at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And remember, you can't get this DVD on Amazon or other online stores. And remember my suggestion, this would be a great film to watch with friends and family who don't yet know Jesus as their Savior. The gospel is clearly presented by Pastor Greg Laurie, who helped produce the film. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? And together again, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. What does the Lord want me to do? It's a question we ask when we first turn to Christ and trust in Him for salvation. It's a question we wrestle with as we grow in faith. It's a process of learning that the Lord does guide us through our lives, but He isn't a micromanager dictating our every move. More than a specific career or life path, the Lord wants us to be holy. Psalm 34:12, telling us the Lord's will for our life Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Peace instead of evil or harm. Peace. Pursue it. It only comes in Christ. Peace with the Lord and joy forever. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit getanchored.com.